Welcome back to another episode of Crit and Fumble. Thanks for joining us. On you're this welcome. So, so welcome. Day. It'd be weird if it was just you here, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, that would be a one shot. Hey, uh, did that before I got here. Um, <laughs> anyway, welcome to our, our our table. I guess we'll do a quick round of introductions. I'm Gavin, your dungeon master for this campaign, which is Dragon Heist. If this is your first episode, you're on the run fucking episode. Go back to like nine. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, don't start here. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Well, nothing terribly important happened. Nope. Last episode. No. Spoilers. Totally irrelevant. Anyways, uh, yeah. So that's me sitting to my left. For real, we don't play online because that's stupid. Just kidding, if you play online. <laughs> but around the table is better. To my uh, left is... I am Tash Baycroft. I play Mog, who is a shifter, swift stride shifter. That means he looks like a cat. He's kind of like a cat person, not like a war cat, but sort of. But And he's also a sorcerer. And most people know him as the cat that let Rojo die. Whoa, just drops Wait. the bomb. <laughs> Rojo's dead? Nope. Nope. Oh, that's not yet. Episode. Spoilers. Not until after the song. Well, he didn't. That Gavin already told him to go to the other episode at the beginning. Yeah, so they should have stopped. If you're still yeah. listening, sorry, you suck. You if suck. you're still listening, See, why are you, why are you listening Fuck. to the tenth episode of a series? <laughs> why are you jumping in? Yeah, the, yeah you're go an back. asshole too. Okay, well, hold on. In my defense, I've done that with almost every single podcast. That's that I've crazy. Tr- wait, that I've tried to like. So I'll jump in. I'll listen to the intro because I don't. I feel like the beginning can almost either be mm. really bad or totally overdone. So I'm like, what are they like? About halfway through. I'll listen to just the start of it. And I'm like, okay, and then I'll scan the middle and just listen to the like, the RP of it, okay. and then so, I, and then I stop. So we can't finish that 18 episodes. We have to go to like at least 23 or 24 episodes for this campaign. Yes. If so anybody is actually still listening to us, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, me too. I mean, mom, wherever you are. <laughs> hey, we legitimately actually have a decent number of listeners. I think we're getting like, uh, was it? Eight or a thousand unique a month or something. Wow. We last looked. Yeah, it was pretty high. Dang, last thousand? time I said, I think it was, it was like eighty-eight hundred or not eighty-eight hundred, eight hundred eighty-seven, and then it went up from that to like nine hundred. Wow. Dang. Yeah. I just want to thank wow. Frank in Wyoming and Jose in Saint Petersburg mm-hmm. and Susan who, in Ethiopia. <laughs> who is that one that sent in the postcard? The Haywood. 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 I still want to know who that was. That's bothering me. I don't know. We need to find out one day. Anyways. NPC. 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 Yep. Go ahead, Brian. Oh, is it my turn? Hey, yo, I am Brienne Borsier, and I will be playing Calliope Dervish, and she is a tiefling fighter, battle master, actually. Um, probably kind of the most important person in the party, you know, pretty proficient with the sword, and absolutely not emotionally devastated by the death of a certain party member. Thank you very much. Wow. Hmm. Uh, and I'm Neil. I play Obsidian, who is a mastermind rogue. Um, I'm not sure Obsidian even noticed that Rojo died. <laughs> we'll find out, find out this episode. We can skip past the person to my left, right? Because they're technically not here. Well, yeah, I, I mean, mean, I guess Dwayne can say hi, but like, he really? can't really intro anyone. I mean, they're kind of dead to us. When they're, that's true. Yeah. Well, this is Dwayne. I'm not really... <laughs> currently not playing anybody. <laughs> not playing anybody at this point in time. All right. Tell her commentary. Yeah. Well, Dwayne did make snacks. Thanks, Dwayne. Thanks, Dwayne. Dwayne yeah. is he's the water boy. Our, yeah, he's officially our snack and coffee guy. Um, the water boy. <laughs> he's, he's, he's our intern. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, <laughs> uh, good stuff. All right. I'm nervous about this episode. Me too. I'm horny about this episode. Wow. <laughs> horny. Okay. Wow. 
Did you say actual? Oh, that was a tiefling joke. It took me a sec. Okay. Because uh, she has horns. I mean, yeah, should yeah, I yeah. like... <laughs> Brendan Fraser's <laughs> Fraser not here anymore. Adventurers, grab your weapons. First, kiss your kin. Dun, 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 dun. So, so, what are we going to do? What do I do now? Vacation. Watch this. I can get two M&Ms up my nose. I can shoot them out <laughs> Don't. on both sides. I've had enough daycare kids yeah. put beads <laughs> up their say. nose. You're <laughs> triggering me. I'm just super curious if you would eat them after they were up there. I don't actually have any healing potions with me, so. <laughs> no, well, yeah, you like, did. Not at the table. You did. So, everybody went to this collapsed tomb in the City of the Dead to collect your friends. And you returned to your tavern with some of your friends. <laughs> um, one of them, well, I mean, I guess you had all of them. I, I, I'm assuming everybody would have brought back Roho, who is officially dead, unfortunately. Um, but also Lif, who was... Uh, trapped inside this crystal, but you broke it, and he is inside his um, what is it called? Where a ghost is attached to something? I'm forgetting the name, but it's his, uh, it's his tankard that shows his uh, brewing award on it. Aww. Anyway, yeah, kind of like an anchor. Like he lives in that. Sort uh, of it's not a phylactery because that's a lich. It's something else. Yeah, it's the thing that they're bound to. Anyways, whatever. We won't get stuck on it. So you have uh, Lif tied to his mug, um, Yorick, and Till. And I'm imagining you brought them all back um, right after this. And, you know, maybe they're up in the, the different rooms, like still semi-conscious, like recovering. You guys would have, you know, sort of like healed them. But they, they've been through a lot. They've been like tortured. And, can you, you heal know, a ghost? Magically exhausted. I don't know if Lyft can. Lyft's just emotionally yeah. scarred. <laughs> yeah, he's, just, just sadly he's just pouring beers <laughs> over and over again. They're like pouring over the uh, All over the yeah. same beer that yeah. just doesn't end. Till is just sadly in the corner playing the same three notes over and over again. So normal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's where you guys are at. Uh, I don't know where Rojo would be. Maybe just sprawled on a table. We took him up. back to the tavern? Well, I don't know. You that's you tell crazy. me. Or, or you did you leave oh, him there? I think that makes sense. Is there not, not like a bump? Body collectors that go around <laughs> it's like a corner. Bring your bodies out. <laughs> we bring out your dead. Bring out your dead. I think we either would have just brought him back, or if we knew where, uh, what uh, temple he belonged to, because he was paladin, then yeah. we would have maybe taken him there. Mm. I don't know. Actually. Yeah, I guess we could just put him in our cellar for now and. Yeah. <laughs> Man, just heart wrenching. Oh, we're, <laughs> well, uh, we're not gonna leave him in the middle of the tavern. That's crazy. The cellar is at least cold. I agree. I agree. Definitely in the cellar. Yeah, I've, that's where I would put the body. We're not gonna weekend at Bernie's, and we're not gonna have him sitting at the table, the beer in his hand. That's crazy. Fair. 
Yeah, I mean the cellar or something, or the temple. Yeah. Whichever the case. I, I'm The only reason I didn't say temple is it was late at night, and I feel like you guys were just like, we need to get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it would have been late at night by the time you had dropped everything. You went there in the afternoon. Did we? I believe. I think. I think it was pretty much in the morning, like when because we were we just had breakfast in the tavern. Oh, you're in right. The yeah, yeah. Portal. Actually, so yeah. So it'd be it, like midday. Like, like, yeah. yeah, early afternoon, maybe. Okay. Afternoon. So are we, we in the yawning portal? Is that where we are? Not the uh, no, ye old hunt. Your ye tavern. Uh, so maybe you just got like a cart horse or something and yeah. like helped get these folks back. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's where you are. What does everybody do? Wine, anybody? Anyone? I think I could use some. What was that creature that we? Uh, that almost killed us all. Uh, oh. Ugly, ugly thing. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, darling. Um, You'd think that it would be in Volo's guide. Mm, yes, probably. Hmm. <sighs> what do we do with um, the body? And just leave it down in the cellar. Lith probably wants the space back. Well, like, for how long? We'll have to take it to the temple, I think. I mean, we'll have to or what about his have family? it interned. Yes, we'll have to go talk to Does young um, Ma- Matthew or Martin Mark. or whatever is Mark. As, as Mark is the name of this young boy. That oh, looked, I, don't I forgot th- about Mark. I feel like uh, I don't think, I think that I feel like Mark should do that yes. alone. Yes, I'll go with you, darling. Oh yes, you two go. I'll stay here with Lith and I'll make sure the pub's in good shape. I have a question. Didn't Mog leave the note for... Mog, yeah. When we were at Roho's apartment, Mog and Roho wrote a note together to right. to leave for Mark to politely ask him to try to do the dishes <laughs> a bit more often. Nice. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, is everyone all, is it, are you all right? Is everyone all right right now? No. 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 No, I'm fine. Fine. I just never thought it would be one of us. Well, I mean, it's kind of the gig, isn't it, Mog? It's a bit dangerous. It's a bit dangerous. It's not your fault, though, darling. You know that. I don't think we should talk about that part right now. Hey. Well. Did have two healing potions. <laughs> you had two of them. Maybe we shouldn't talk about it right now. Maybe Mog's right. Maybe it's, you know. But why on earth didn't you two... give one to Rojo? Um, because I was because we were in a, a combat, we were fighting. Yeah. I was just distracted, and I didn't know what to do. And I'm new at this, and I don't really know what there's a proper procedure of things. And are you supposed to attack the thing that's trying to kill you, or are you supposed to help your friend? And maybe you didn't even really. Well, know I would hope that if it was me on the ground, you might help me. You know what, Obsidian? I had a healing potion too, and I didn't. I didn't get to Rojo, so I think you should lay off Mog. But you had one as well. Situation. Yes, I did right here. But it's you, a tense situation. But you were also unconscious. Yes, well. It's hard to help your friends. Yes. I think Mog should go and talk to Mark. I'll go. I'm going to go with Mog. Are you not going to come? No, I think someone should stay here and look after the three that we rescued and make sure that the the pub is managed. On an insight check, Obsidian. Sure. (laughs) So uh, make a um, deception, I guess, as as a... uh, Obsidian is really good at deceiving. Yeah, I only rolled a four. I got a okay. twenty. Okay, not oh. natural. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if if Neil was or um, Obsidian was even up to anything, but uh, we, we were gonna see for. <laughs> but uh, with that roll, you don't get anything. It's. I mean, you can hardly understand them, right? Or, or um, <laughs> they're wasted. No, no. You know what I mean? Like you can hardly read them. Yeah. They're so good at what they do. Yeah. I had another thought though. 
Like maybe instead of us going to Mark, because Mark doesn't know us, maybe we should go through the military. Like they would, they would have maybe want Rojo back, not like to join them again, but like to give him a proper goodbye. I think that you're being a bit of a coward right now. You, I think you clearly, <clears throat> you clearly coward. Mean, yes, you're gonna say coward. Well, well, we should change the topic. Well, out if of you didn't line, have your wine, Where would your bravery come from? I think you should go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go talk to his sergeant guy. Those, I no. The city watch is probably around outside, still doing their investigation. If we talk to one of them, they can go tell Mark in the proper way. That would be that would be who a notification of of your roommate dying that would come from City Watch, not from some people you don't know. I think. I think I'm going to go too. You could go speak with Barnabas. You could go speak with Barnabas. That was the magistrate. Or even who was the sergeant guy? He was always Cromley. Crowley. No, not Cromley. Are you thinking of uh, Staget? Yes. Staget, oh. Staget, Staget, Staget. Bachelorette party. <laughs> I mean, we don't even know if Rojo has family. I don't know. Maybe we you do guys know, do know. Actually, he said he was an orphan many times. Well, that up means... on the street. That's how he knows our Mark. He's right. So the military would be his family, probably. So we should tell them. I'm going to Rojo's house, and I'm going to talk to Mark because it's the right thing to do. You can stay here if you like. No, that makes me feel worse. Well, off you go then. Just don't bring them back here. I mean, I don't know why you would. It's a pub. Why are you being like this? Why are you being so... Cold. Yes. Not being cold. I'm being practical. Somebody's died and things need to be fixed. You're being... Callous. It's almost as if your emotions are numbed for some reason. Hmm. Hmm. Weird. I mean, if you want to stay, you should stay. Yes, All right, you don't I'll have stay. to come. You stay. You take care of things. You make well, sure somebody that... has to look after Lif and Is everyone and else Till here and... with us? Till and Yorick and Lif, did they come back with us? They are. They're just up in the rooms that okay. you would have dispersed them. They're all recovering. They're all, like, it's pretty badly hurt, but uh, they're not dying. Somebody needs to stay with them. Right. We just rescued them. Do you want them captured again? No. Yes, you should stay with them. Yes. Make sure that they have some food and, uh, you know... Yes, take care of them, I guess. Listen, if you want to point fingers at anyone, the whole plan was my idea, and the idea to keep you outside and have us go in at a disadvantage was my idea, so if you want to point fingers at anyone, don't point fingers at Mog. Fine, I'll point pictures at you. Fine. Maybe you shouldn't be such a confident adventurer when you clearly don't know what you're doing. Maybe you shouldn't be such an ass. Hmm. Let's go, Mog. I don't think we need to blame anyone. But, so, oh, sorry. <clears throat> go ahead, but let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so Mog and Clyby head out of the tavern. It's um, late day, not not evening, but, um, you know, just post-lunch time. And you head towards Rojo's apartment, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, the streets are quite busy now, especially with Troll Tide coming. So a lot of, like, uh, draped kind of, like, decorations and signage, like poster or not posters, like cutouts put up of, like, angry troll faces, that sort of stuff. So you can see Troll Tide is right around the corner. Uh, but it's not long before you make it to Rojo's apartment. Well, 
we knock on the door. Have you met Mark? You were here just last night. We didn't really meet him. He was sleeping. I didn't really meet him. Rojo has met him before. I didn't really meet him. But we did leave him a note because Rojo was quite disturbed about how Mark's... Um, he's not really clean. He's not very cleanly. He doesn't do the dishes particularly. This is going to be really awful. There's also the cast. <laughs> yes, little Sid and Callie and uh, little Mog. Oh, God. Who's going to take care so, of this weird little family? Should we just, like, are we just going to knock on the door and tell him here? Yes. Um, I mean, yeah. I think, yes. Yeah, I think we should. Maybe uh, Rojo's actually, like, told him lots of stories about his stuff, so we won't have to explain too much. Maybe if we're lucky. Calliope knocks on the door. All right. So Mark would be in the kitchen, and uh, he would call out and be like, Rojo, is that you? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. And, uh, is that... Uh, hello, can you let us in? Mark, Mark goes to the door, and he opens the door. What hello? Is, what does he look like? Paint me a word picture. A word, a word picture. For anybody that is listening and isn't clear on it, this is uh, Dwayne. That's currently not me. Dwayne is. This is uh, Dwayne. The voice of Mark. Yeah, this is Dwayne. Um, so, um, so at the door, there is a. Um, well, he is a, a deep gnome. So he is. Uh, yeah, he's early short. He's like uh, maybe three feet tall, um, and so he's he's. Uh, he's got um, like bubbles running down his hands, so so obviously he's like he's been doing the dishes. <laughs> oh, like soapy bubbles. Oh, oh I thought it was like bubble tattoos. <laughs> no, no, or something. I was like, what? He's, he's got he's got soapy bubbles running down his hand, um, and he's obviously read the note from Rojo or from from Mock. He's hello, hello. Um, are you Mock? I'm Mark. Yeah. Um, do you know who we are, darling? Well, yeah, yeah, I've heard of you. you you're Calliope, and, and this is Mog. That's right. Um, yeah, hey, Mark. Mark. Hey, Mike. Mark. Mark. Hey, Mark. <laughs> Mark. Mark. Can sorry. I, I was here. I kind of. I didn't. We didn't really meet, but I was here the other night. I, th I think it was just last night. And I actually helped Rojo write the letter to you because he told me some things and was having a hard time expressing them. You probably know that because you probably know him pretty well because of how long you know him for. But, um. Well, I read the letter. And you're doing the dishes, it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Rojo would be pretty happy about that. Yeah. Well, I, um, I Calliope was going to tell you something. Can we can we come in, darling? Uh, of course. Please, come on in. Okay. <laughs> we walk in. And then so the cats will be around everybody's legs. Oh, my God. There's three cats running around here. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so cute. Um, oh. Which one is which? The cats. Well, this one here is that one's little Mog, because he looks like me. Yeah, yeah. And th this is this is Callie. Oh. And and that's Sid. They're precious. Right. Do you like them? Oh, very much so. They're great. Yeah, they are. Are they your cats or were they are they Rojo? Were they they, they just showed up? They just like and Rojo just that's he, weird. He, he feeds he feeds like he puts stuff on the back balcony or whatever, and the cats come around and huh. picks up a lot of strays. Does he? He's a bit of a big heart. Yeah, oh, Rojo. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, they'll miss him. <laughs> well, miss him? What, 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 what do you mean, miss him? Um, oh, I don't know how to say this, darling, so I'm just going to say it. Um, we've had a bit of an accident. What, what kind of accident? 
Yeah, has Rojo told you that much about what we do as adventurers? Yeah, he says you go out on an adventure and like kill things. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did a little bit of a serious job. It got a little hairy, and um, Rojo didn't make it, darling. What? Yeah. Um, I'm so I'm so sorry. He, he passed away. How's that possible? He's Rojo. <laughs> that's. I think that's what we thought too. Yes, um, he was very brave. He uh, he did a lot of damage, and um, he took care of all of us and was, you know, we probably wouldn't have made it out without him. He took a lot of hits, and, um, you know, it just it, it got away from us. We there was this big crazy thing that had, like, tentacles coming out of its face and had these, like, two little brain things that were also attacking us at the same time, and then there was these a bunch of dogs. dogs with two heads on one dog. had two heads, but there was two of those, and they were coming at us at the same time, but from behind us. And then um, she was she was unconscious too. And then um, Rojo died. That doesn't make any sense. Rojo could have taken them on himself. I know he he seemed to he had a lot of bravery in those situations, but sometimes he like went down pretty easily. Sometimes it's just because uh, he he was so excited and he tried harder, I think, than everybody else. It was just one of those fights. It's not always. Um, it wasn't as easy as we thought it was going to be. We were in a. We were in over our heads, I think, a little bit. And um, yeah. I'm sorry. Doesn't feel good to break this news to you. No, this is shitty news. Yes. Is there? Um, Cause like, you're just you guys were roommates. He said. Or kind of like. More or like family, kind of like how did you know? How long have you known him? He's kind of like my dad. Oh, god, like, like your dad, yeah, like my dad. He's like not your actual dad, no, but he's taking care of you, yeah. I uh, for how long? I don't know, maybe 10 years or so. Oh, oh, god, do you have anyone else to take care of you, darling? How old are you, Mark? <gasps> Wait a sec. You should come live with us. Oh, oh. Mog. That's an exceptional no. idea. Is it? Um, I mean, this is a pretty cool apartment, but we have a tavern. We own a tavern. I don't know if you n know this, but like, there's, there's names on the doors where the cats stay. <laughs> we can take the signs. We can make new signs. Have you seen the rooms? You don't. In here, and you're mm -hmm. not really. We, I was. He's, he's gonna show Mog little, like the little little Mog's room. Little Mog each has of an entire room. Little, little, each of little, the cats has their own room. Little Mog has each one of the cats have their own room. Is it just like a little a little wooden crate with a fake wall and a door on it, or is it like an actual room in it's the apartment? It's huge. It's like a full bedroom. It's like the king got a little like cat the door, full, the master bedroom. How yeah, the it was hell like did Rojo afford this place? They're all master bedrooms. <laughs> they all have en suites. <laughs> The whole entire bathtub's just a litter box. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that we can afford the cats quite the same luxury, but I mean, it is a full-size tavern. There's there's lots of space. Um, and I mean, we shouldn't, I don't mean to push, it's not, you don't have to decide now. We can, we does, could come back. Does Rojo um, own this place? Is it his? It's his. Do you think? Um, the whole building? I'm just wondering if. The top uh, floor. Would it, would it fall to you, do you think? Do you think Rojo would have made any kind of arrangements that... For sure. 
So, I mean, I don't think that our mark needs to move. Probably best not to uproot. I could move in here. I mean, I don't think that I'm worried about... I don't... I'm just... I think it was just an offer because maybe Mark is going to be lonely and needs people around him or wants people around him. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to leave you high and dry is I think what Mog's trying to say. I mean, Roho is important to us and, um, you know, we were only just getting to know him, but we, he did matter to us and we don't want you to be left in a lurch, I think is what you're trying to say. Yeah, she talks a bit better than me. Well, I have friends. Oh, I'm sure you do. I mean, not a lot. You got little Callie and little Mog and oh, no, like people friends. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I don't, I don't have that many friends. So is, is there other? Is there someone else that you think we should talk to about Rojo? No, I think we just keep it on the down low. <laughs> oh, well, so you, well, did he have a lot of enemies? No. Oh, you, no, you're just just, yeah. just keep just it private. private. Yeah, we're thinking we'll maybe try and take his. Body to the um his temple. Yeah, that'd be or, or yeah. you take it back. It's in to it's in the cellar at the tavern. He is he is. It's a good place for it. <laughs> I mean, you'd want to move. Sorry, I, I laugh when I'm feeling nervous. <laughs> I mean, if you if you want to, if we don't like, I don't we don't want to I don't want to push you into a decision, but we could you could come to the tavern with us like today like right now, we could go to the tavern and you could meet Obsidian. Yes, I mean, I think and it might be n nice to have a bit of a, you know, a d we can have some dinner and just try and spin a bit of a day and maybe just try and wind down from things. I'm sure none of us want to be alone after that. And I mean, Rojo is probably more important to you than to anyone. The offer's there if you want to come with us. Can I finish up the dishes? Yes, you can finish up the dishes. And then we can go? Yes, yes. You pack an overnight bag, how about? With toothbrush, deodorant. I can come back here. How old are you again, darling? 17. 17, wow. I think I got it. Sure, yeah. yes. Okay. How old's Calliope? She's only 22. <laughs> but you know when you're like 22 and you think yeah, that yeah. everyone even a year younger than you is like a baby? Yeah. You're like, <laughs> you're Calliope's so like, oh, he's so... He's poor thing's door. so young. <laughs> and he is only like three feet tall, right? So <laughs> That's be true. A little bit yeah. We can we can help this little guy. Yeah. So he's just gonna like he he built himself a little stool. He didn't realize that the dishes was an issue, so he's just gonna jump back he up. He, but he's, he can't see the he can't even see anything. In the <laughs> <laughs> That's oh amazing. God. It's like nobody even said anything. Like seven feet tall, so he sees nothing but dishes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that is so, so good. funny. He's gonna, jump, he's gonna jump up on his, on his stool, finish up the dishes, and uh, he'll he'll uh, grab his grab his stuff and get out the door. All right, you guys uh, head out back into the street, make your way, maybe some small talk with with Mark. I'm sure that feels a little awkward, but uh, everybody just or the two of you, Mog and Clypey, trying to encourage him to get out of the house. You know, sort of. Um, Maybe I feel like you guys are just nervous after dropping that bomb. Yeah. Like having this little 17-year-old like living by himself. He's like, no, I'm fine. It's just great. I'm totally yeah, fine. Definitely, yeah. I so, think like from Calliope's end, she does not know how to handle the emotional gravity of this situation. Yeah. I just read about uh, gnomes in the player's handbook, and it says they live to 350 to 500 years old. Holy jeez. Oh, and wow. they generally reach adulthood at around age 40. <laughs> 
So we so have maybe, like we have a six year old on our hands. Wait, so <laughs> is, is Mark seventeen and no mirrors? Yeah, like, is he actually is. more like tw- you know in his twenties? But like, is he, he's like an adolescent now. Yeah, he'd be like, yeah, he'd be like in his thirties then. Yeah, he'd be what in his thirties, I guess. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. He probably. But tells people that because they're not used to like gnomes age. Yeah, there's not know, a lot like, of gnomes in Waterdeep. Yeah, maybe yeah. so he 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 <laughs> like ages himself down. Maybe. Yeah, I didn't realize gnomes live for so long. That's crazy. Yeah, me neither. That's a weird thing about D and D. Like, if you think about like having all these races of people who like age at different rates, like how kind of like yeah. fucking weird that would be. Dating like, would be so awkward, right? Yeah, you like have to like you know. <laughs> I would just kill all the elves. <laughs> well, wow. Yeah. Just be like, well, fuck you okay, so. saloon. <laughs> a little genocide there. Go ahead. Ah, uh, yeah. Um. Okay. So you make it back to ye old haunt. What was uh, Obsidian doing other than drinking? Um. So Obsidian <laughs> uh, went and tended to York until make sure they had some food. Nice. Um. Went down and uh, had a glass of wine with Lyft and sort of made sure Lyft's. Um, what was it again? A tankard? Uh, uh, it was. Uh, it, it's like a. It's a tankard, but you can tell it's sort of like um, a decorative tankard, and mm. on it says, um, uh, "Brew." It's like a brewing award mm-hmm. uh, for his tavern. So there was like a yearly competition, and he won one year, and he kept the tankard. Oh, like he's so proud of it. Yeah. I think Obsidian moved it to like a place of honor in the pub because it was probably in the cellar, and so maybe brought it out and put it behind the bar on like a nice shelf or something. Nice, kind of front yeah. center, all the smaller tankards yeah. around it or something. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Um, Obsidian um, is not there, and they've uh, left a note for Calliope. Okay. Where is the note? Uh, right in the obviously right on the bar. Sweet. Are we back? Yeah. Does Calliope read it? Yeah. Yeah. If I notice it right away, I will read it. All right. It says, um, uh, Obsid- uh, Calliope, I, I cannot be around to see people die any, any longer. I thought about quitting this adventuring business and going back to the palace. However, I don't think I can do that either. Uh, Decided I'm going to do adventuring on my own because I cannot bear to see another person hurt. Um, No worry about the vineyard. I'm off to take care of that one by myself. (laughs) Somebody will be by to collect my trunk of clothes at some point. All the best, love, Obsidian. They're like a back store room or something, like somewhere that we would store things besides like the cellar. Oh, yeah. Because there's a button there. Yeah, yeah. Like, Calliope's going to like put the note down on the counter, like face down. She's just going to like look at Mark and she's like going to look at Mark and be like, if you can just excuse me for a moment. And then she's going to say, She's just going to walk straight past Mog and go into the back room and close behind her. And you're just going to hear like screaming and just throwing and just smashing (laughs) and just like, yeah, just kicking and just like throwing things against the wall. And just, and she's just going to stay in there for a while. Uh, So she does that sometimes, Mark. I don't, she's not really angry. It's just her way of dealing with uh, an excess of emotions that she's feeling. She's really nice. Seems nice. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I don't know why she's mad. That uh, I guess our other friend Obsidian left a letter there. I wonder if I should read it. What? What if you read it? I can read it. Because I don't. <clears throat> that way, I don't have to. <laughs> All right. Well, this is, uh, uh-huh. So Mark Mark relays it out loud. I'm guessing it, between yeah. Mog yeah. and uh, oh, himself. He's going to the graveyard that's... to sort that out. Himself. Vineyard, the vineyard. vineyard that's what yeah, it's a job he's been wanting to do. He <gasps> no, no pizza no! for oh, us. 
No, uh, no, no pizza. You both oh. did it. Um, <laughs> so we're not supposed to say he or him. There's, we're supposed to say um, yeah. Mog's trying just to relay this to Mark because <laughs> Mark doesn't understand why Mog just stopped talking in the middle of a sentence. Uh, our friend Obsidian isn't a he. I say he often, and he. Uh, not, they, not, it's not a he. It's what they. They aren't oh, a she. Oh, I wouldn't know that. Two. So it's just I don't. I haven't had experience hanging, spending time with people that aren't a he or a she. So sometimes it, I catch myself when I say he, which I do often instead of they. And then that's so. when we lose pizza. Is what I is what I'm gonna get. I don't, don't know what pizza, pizza is. But, <laughs> right. Ye old flatbread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ye, old, ye old Chicago deep dish pizza. <laughs> Clive, you will come out at this moment. She'll like close the door gently behind her. Her like her little purple or her little pink mullet is kind of ruffled a little bit. And she like you hear something fall and crash off a shelf back there. <laughs> down a little bit, and she just like sits down on the counter. And she's like, "Well, did you read the note?" I didn't read the note. Mark, I asked Mark. I, I asked Mark to read it for me. I read the note. So we read it, and so Obsidian's off. Obsidian is gone to the I'm palace. Not fantastic news for them. Not really surprised. Not no. the palace. Oh, the vineyard. Yeah. We well, we have to go catch up with them. They can't deal with the vineyard on their own. Shit. We don't have time for this. Do they know the way? Yes, they're gonna. They do. They do know the way. It's just they're gonna go get themselves killed. Is what they're gonna do. <sighs> I think there's been enough dying for one. I agree. Do you think maybe they'll change their mind and just come back once they get out there and get scared of something like they do every two seconds? They're dreadfully stubborn. They always have been. And yeah. <sighs> Well, this is a pickle. We've, I've, I've got to go after Obsidian, unfortunately. I don't expect you to come, but I would welcome you if what you about... do. We need to rest. Oh my god, I'm, I've got, I've got wait, wait, wait. three hit points. I've got one hit point. I can't go, go to the vineyard. Go outside and talk to the city watch and get them to relay the message or see if they can send a horse or something. If we know that he's going, that they're going to the vineyard. Yes, I agree. Then, then they could set up a watch at the gate. Yes. I can't believe they went by himself. Them by, by himself. See, yeah. it's hard. It is hard. Well done, Mark. It's, I'm getting there. Yeah. Trust, okay. trust the youth to learn these things. You have to understand, it's a bit of a tricky <clears throat> situation. I mean, I think Obsidian is running from their feelings about the whole situation, and... <clears throat> All right. I'm going to go find the city watch. And um, what? you bond with Mark. Yeah. Hey, Mark, do you want some? Uh, can seventeen-year-olds drink ale? That's fine, right? I did. I mean, you want some whiskey? He's a gnome, so I'm, maybe not too much. I'm okay. You want? I, I think. Can I? Can I go see the Rojo? Oh God, yes. Um, yes. Oh, uh, yes. Do you want someone? Do you want to just go have some time alone, or? Yeah. I should warn you, but darling, it's a bit, you know. Messy. Won't be the first dead body you see. Oh God. Okay. Wow, that's crazy. We're gonna have to unpack <laughs> that later. Uh -huh. And Liff is around if you need someone else to talk to. 
And who is left? Oh, he's our ghost. <laughs> he used to own the tavern. <laughs> and he still is here. But he's a ghost. So he helps us. He doesn't actually talk. He doesn't verbalize. He does really good charades. Yeah. Okay. Bang on. I mean, you've never seen anything like it. Well, I'll do my best to charade with him. Yeah, just if you need someone else to talk to that isn't us. If, you know, if, if this feels awkward because we were responsible for Rojo's death and everything. You don't need to overexplain it. That's, <laughs> that's what makes it oh, awkward. That's kind of what I do when I'm nervous. Mm. Okay. Are you staying here, Mog? Are you coming with me? Um, if you're just going to go talk, are you just going to talk to the city watch or mm -hmm. you're going to actually go try to track? No, I'll go there? talk to the city watch. Yeah, I'll just stay here. Maybe see if, um, Till and, um, um, what's uh, the other guy? Yorick. Yorick, yeah. Yes, see if, if you could check on my Yorick, I'd appreciate it. I was a bit worried about him. Sure. Lost in the shuffle, this whole thing. And yes, Till as well. I don't know. Get him, uh, I don't know. Do you play drink. any instruments? Uh, the spoons. <laughs> <laughs> You and Till might dishes. get along. Right, dishes. Till needs a friend. It's a brand new instrument you just picked up. <laughs> Heard it click a couple times. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. <laughs> For the side of the sink. <laughs> Getting pretty good. First time. Yeah, Mog will just go upstairs and go check on those other, other two. Sure. Okay. Yeah, you would head up there and they're, um, they're I mean, they're probably asleep or, or only semi-conscious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're not... Knock, knock. <laughs> they're, they're not terribly... Um, with it right now. Uh, if you wanted to speak with them, you could probably wake one. I think Mog would maybe just like creep the door open, check on Yurik. Be like, nah. He can see him breathing. He looks good. Yeah. He's a he's a big strapping man, I think. I'll just leave him alone. Big bearded dwarf. And then he'll go open Till's door and he'll probably go in and talk to Till. Okay. <laughs> him Shake him awake. Um, uh, yeah. Yes. How's it, how are you feeling? Well, that's a stupid question, <laughs> isn't it? Fucking gratitude <laughs> on Till. You're welcome for saving your life, you asshole. I meant, how is your recovery going? I'm sorry. I should be more thankful. It, it, it's going fine. I, I just can't help but think the only reason I was in that situation was because of you. The group because of, of you. me. Oh, well, the group. The group of you. But I, I am thankful. Thank you. You're welcome. It's not. I don't. I don't really know what we're thanking and being welcome for too much. But do you need anything? <sighs> A drink would be nice, actually. Not water. Warm milk that always cheers me uh, up. No, no, no. Um, maybe some of that wine that Obsidian oh, likes. Oh, yes, yes. Something like that. You could just leave you, a bottle up here. Would be great. I'll bring you two. Fantastic. Um, when Mog goes to look for the case of wine, they'll yeah. notice uh, a note on top of the box of wine <laughs> that says, "Don't worry, Mog. I brought plenty of liquid courage with me." Ooh. <clears throat> and the, the uh, wow. box of wine, Fantastic. the box of wine is empty. Wow. Okay. So the only thing there is uh, the ale. Then, um, is there an empty bottle of wine around somewhere? Oh, yeah, there would be several. <laughs> Mog will um, fill one up with... Uh, I don't really have anything fun to fill it with, so I'll just fill it with water. Okay, you fill it with water and uh, just put it on a side table. Yep. Cool. Let him sleep. Thanks, uh, Mog. 
Yeah, you're welcome. Right. Is that is that your actual name? Do you have a nickname? Is it okay if I call you Mog, or do you want me to call you something else? No, Mog is the nickname. Oh, yeah. What is your name? Mog? My full name? My actual name? Yeah, yeah. I don't me. really tell people. That's weird. It has a lot um, of letters, and then people say it wrong. I just get, I have to spell it, and then they're like, oh, where are you from? Yeah, this conversation's actually giving me a headache. Um, thanks. I think you already had that. Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, that's not wine. It's just water. I was... Obsidian took all all of the wine, apparently. Don't know how they managed to carry that much wine, but... <laughs> they hired a cart horse. <laughs> they absolutely hired a cart horse. Uh, that, that's fine. Whatever. I'll just I'll just be up here. It's it's good. It's fine. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm really happy. That's nice. I'm I'm not. One of my best friends died last night. So. Yeah. But. I I'm sorry. I didn't. That's okay. You didn't kill him. It was mostly my fault. Um, yeah. That must be something heavy to uh, uh sit. Oh, I haven't even started to process it yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I guess that's actually maybe that's maybe that's a good thing to do on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Great. Um, th thanks. Uh, actually, one more thing. I don't think um, anybody brought my loot upstairs. I, I would really like it by my side if you wouldn't mind. I'm pretty sure we didn't bring a loot from the uh, crypt thing. Like you left it there. I mean, did you get it? <laughs> no, I didn't get it. I was unconscious. I woke up here. Well, our, you know, like I was saying, our friend had just died, and uh, he didn't play a lute or a flute. No, it's a lute. It's a good. It's like a guitar. No, I was. No. I was trying to give emphasis to the point. Never mind. Great. This is. Well, we this can has been figure fun. it out. Sure. You can figure it out. It's your stupid. Thing. It's not you're stupid. <laughs> okay, you need some sleep, and my emotions are starting to catch up with me because I don't believe in offending people, and I feel me like neither. I want to offend you right in the face. It's not very um, Harper of you, actually. I'm so glad that his time in containment didn't change till. <laughs> um, how in the fuck do you know that I'm a Harper? That's the conversation that I had with Clybe. I had come back from speaking with Mert, and he demoted me because the group of you were going to do a better job of the task that he had at hand. I just assumed you were all Harpers. I'm guessing you're the only one. And I'm not even really a Harper. I'm just kind of a, like, leftover, fourth generation. Hmm. But anyways... I don't think we have anything more to talk about, so I'm gonna go before I don't go. Good. That sounds that sounds great. Bye. We'll see you at dinner time. Uh no. No thanks. I'm not hungry. I'll drink the water. <laughs> but it's like three hours from now. That's that's fine. Closes the door and walks out. You're from a distance. You're stupid. <laughs> He's the worst. Calliope's going to, when she gets out into the street, are there guards out and about? Uh, not like in uh, numbers like there were before, but there are a few posted on each of the corners. 
uh, mostly just questioning people that they haven't seen entering the square, being like, oh, have you been out of town? Like, why are you entering the square now? What do you know about what the happenings in the last, you know, 24 hours? So they're generally just sort of like patrolling. Are there any like young, you know, youngish looking guards who look like young, strapping young men? Easily um, influenceable. <laughs> there is, but he looks to already be um, being schmoozed by that, that wood elf that was uh, eyeing you up that you're trying to steal from, or steal from the gnome. Is there a second most young and strapping <laughs> looking guard? Yeah, for sure. Okay, I'll go to the second most young and strapping looking guard. Okay. He's got uh, a big old mustache. Hmm. <laughs> Colonel Sanders. I mean, it's not that great because he's young, so he's like he's trying to fill it out. So it's like it's long. Is but it it's penciled like, in place? Yeah, it's, it's like kind of thin, you know. Um. Hello there. Um. Hi there. <clears throat> hi. Hi there. Oh, mm-hmm. Hello. Yes. Um. I do have a deep voice. Yeah, you do. I um, didn't mean to say that out loud. Sorry. <laughs> can I? Can I trouble you for a minute? Oh, you're not troubling me at all. Oh, good. Um, you know, and all this kerfuffle of everything that's happened in the square, mm-hmm. um, I seem to have lost a friend of mine, and I'm feeling quite concerned about them. Oh, well, I can be of service. Can you? Yes. <clears throat> yes. It's um, it's a bit of a delicate business. Um, I really need them brought back to me, but they might not want to come on their own. You understand? Um, having trouble following what you mean. Uh, I'm sorry. Coming back <sighs> on their own. Uh, such a delicate thing. You hate to air someone's dirty laundry, of course. Um, you know, you know, some people do tend to drink a little too much, don't they? Do you know what I'm talking <laughs> yes. about? Oh, yes. yes. My darling Obsidian uh, does hit the bottle something fierce, and I think all the stress of the past few days have really gotten to them. Um, and, you know, I, I would just be devastated if anything happened to them. Um, I'd be ever so grateful if uh, someone like you, someone strapping and handsome, could retrieve them for me. Yes. Um... It's very important to me that they don't, um, you know, get you know, taken away. They don't need to be jailed or anything. I just really want them returned to me as fast as possible. Well, where did... Where did they go? They kept going on and on about this vineyard. Uh, it's you know, and I mean, wouldn't you know, wine? I mean, it's just never ending. It's owned by um, now what's her name, Miss Micaiah. Have you heard of her, uh, the ancient grape? Right. Yes, yes the vineyard yes. that uh, services her establishment. Mm. I don't know what the obsession was with it, to be honest, but they are just going on and on about it. And um, they left me a bit of a wine-soaked note between you and me saying something about it. So it, it's a good place to start. They were going on about it. Like, there's there's more of them? There's... No, they uh, they are just one person who uses oh, oh, sorry, the sorry. pronouns yes. they and no, them. Yes. No, yes. I, I just heard they and I thought... Got it. Right. So, what do you think, darling? Uh, well, I mean, I'm posted here until the end of my shift. Oh. I could probably go. Uh, let me let me speak with my my superior. He, oh. he walks over uh, to a, an older gentleman uh, who seems to be doing like just some note taking paperwork and has a conversation and comes back with them. He says, "Well, if if he is, you know." Um, he is in a potential they. danger. Sorry, if they are in potential danger, uh, it, it is the job of the watch. So I, I I've been granted the uh, leave of, from my post. 
Cheers, darling. Thank you. I appreciate it. And remember, they're not going to want to come with you. They can be a bit feisty. Yeah, but well, I'm used to dealing I with that. I think you can handle it. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> All right. No, we're I, just stationed up at the um, this Yield Haunt is where you can find oh, me. Oh, yes. Right there. Yes. Oh, that's good. the one. I'm the pot owner. Oh, and what was your name? Uh, Calliope Dervish. Calliope. Charmed, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, well, and, and speaking of, um, you know, wine and drinks and stuff maybe we have uh maybe when i get back with your friend obsidian we could um have a drink that sounds like the sort of thing we can definitely talk about when you get back with my friend okay okay well Clivey, um what's your name darling uh janus janus yes okay janus well i have to see you very soon right uh to the vineyard yes the vineyard good all right, well, I'll see you soon, darling. Yeah, Be safe. <clears throat> yeah, see you later. All right. Clipe walks away, and as she walks away, her, she rolls her eyes and nice. <laughs> heads into the tavern. He's like, he's like all proud, like <laughs> puts his big long sword on his back and kind of looks at the other guys. You can, you can tell he's like, oh, I was selected. <laughs> and, uh, and Second most handsome guy. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know. Marches out of the square, uh, proud and tall. Yep. So, Obsidian, you were going to this vineyard. Um, now that you have a garden toe, which you are unaware of, um, what is Obsidian hoping to do? Actually deal with this vineyard, spy on it? I, I'm, walk me through Obsidian's. So Obsidian has hired a cart horse. Okay. And uh, they are um, using it to transport themselves east of Waterdeep to the um, ancient grape vineyard. Yep. And they, they have not thought this through entirely but they know that they are supposed to be that they're having a problem with their pump and that there are statue-like figures that might be causing problems so they're just intending on riding out there and seeing if they can see what's in the i guess amongst all the grape vines and just have a lucky loo they okay they they are they are not um overly prepared sounds good so you and your cart horse head out of town. Um, doesn't take you very long if you're on a cart horse, especially. And you approach this vineyard, and from a distance, you can. I mean, um, Micaiah had told you mm-hmm. that the pump house was broken and, and the grapes were starting to die, and they can't maintain it. So even from a distance, you can tell everything's sort of dying and, and brownish and, and faded. Um, but even more so is the center of the field is uh, a pump house and a river runs close to it and but the pump house looks to be almost not overgrown but like dilapidated somehow even though she didn't say it was um stuff like stacked up next to it like just garbage or scraps or pieces of stuff um i'm just gonna flip our battle board over i uh i should have mentioned that um obsidian had a bottle of wine at the tavern and is working on their second bottle of wine. Um, holy crap. Hmm. Did you pre-know that? It's almost that? like a DM was prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they are currently halfway through their second bottle of wine on the ride out to the vineyard. Okay. So I, I... Sounds good. Uh, so yeah, you approach this field, and you would see three figures within it, Um and mostly in the vineyard, off to the one side, it looks like a, sort of like an apple or pear orchard, and then the river behind it, and like kind of a, a large pipe sort of thing that running to this river. And in the center, among all of it, is a, a, like a basically a pump house. It looks like a very large shed, mm-hmm. and um, these uh, strings of um, 
spray lines coming out from it looks like right. they're used to to water the place and you said something about figures that... yeah they are you would see them among uh the vineyard gavin is currently placing large troll-like creatures which i'm assuming aren't trolls but they're just like stand-ins or um yeah on, on a map for us yeah they're just stand-ins because i don't have uh well yeah it's what... a thing from stranger things <laughs> Nothing to worry about there. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. <clears throat> yeah, so you see them standing. This is a great idea I had. This, this was a really good idea. Yeah, I I'm swear to God. Still. Uh, and there is a sort of a dirt path leading up to uh, the the pump house there that you and your cart horse would be on. Um, are the are the figures station? They're just stationary. Yeah, you could give me a um, perception check, I guess. Twelve. Yeah, they look totally motionless. Like they're just um almost statue like. Uh they look a lot like um you know, farm field uh like scarecrows, essentially. Like they're to scare up birds. Obsidian's gonna hop off the cart. Okay. Um uh tie up his their horse. Fuck I did it too. Mm. To uh <laughs> Um, is there like fencing or something along the cart path or nothing? Uh, no, it's just a dirt path and then okay. it just goes into the field. All right, I'm just going to let the, the horse stay. Obsidian <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know. Yeah, Obsidian's never like managed a horse before. Never like, a horse. He's literally like, sit. sit. Stay. Sit. Okay, okay, good. Do you just good like drop horse. the reins yes. like in the middle of the road? Just drop the reins. Perfect. And uh, I've got my half-drank bottle of wine with me. Okay. And I am going to kind of crouch and try and sneak up to the pump house without these figures um, noticing me. Okay, make a uh, stealth check. 20. Wow. Not natural. 20. You sneak up to it no problem. And even though it's getting a little bit dusky now, you can make out scratches in the woods that says mine trespassing not yours property of and then like it, it's like a scratched out word and it, it just looks the stuff that's been piled o- over around here is like pieces of scrap wood some like you know like an old guard shield is outside the door and uh the door itself looks like um not only is it closed but you can tell it's like looks like it's been uh broken but then uh forcefully um barred from the inside hmm. <clears throat> can i loop around the outside of the pump house yes uh towards this pipe that's going to the r- creek or river yep and yeah you sneak back there and it doesn't look like i mean the pipe itself looks intact yeah uh, and the river's flowing but you don't see any activity it it doesn't look damaged doesn't look damaged at all no um I'm going to just sit on the ground on that side because I'm on the opposite side. So there's the pump house and the, the three figures that Gavin's put on the map are um, on the other side of the pump house from me. So I would be out of their field of vision and I'm just going to yeah. lean up against the wall of the pump house, okay. sit and think about my next move um, as I have a bit more of my wine and think, I don't know what I've gotten myself into here. I, I am, I'll just sit and think about this for a while. With your back up against that wall, you would now hear sort of like a scratching on the inside and then like this um sort of like this laughing almost or cackling and then it would fade away and then like 
more scratching and like kind of a, it sounds like earth being moved like dug uh and it, it kind of like happens and fades away and obsidian would hear that as they're sitting there what's the pump house made out of uh it's made of wood uh we'll come back to mog Clypey, and mark uh Clypey, you had chatted with this guard mm-hmm. who has headed out towards the vineyard and uh you're back in the tavern with uh mark and mog well, I uh, was able to make contact with the guard, who will hopefully uh, bring Obsidian back. Um, and uh, I guess I just hope they catch them in time. Yeah, that's, I mean, do we want Obsidian back? Well, if they go to the vineyard on their own, they're going to die. Yeah, I don't think we need any more of us to die. We don't. Just not really sure what they're doing here with us in this I think um, you know Obsidian worked in the palace for a really long time um, and I think that they needed a change and I guess they just weren't really they didn't really know what it's going to be like out here you know yeah I feel the same way yes I mean me too. I don't really know if I want to keep doing this. This just seems like a lot. Like, I just kind of thought that, I don't know, it'd be like, it'd be kind of easier, <laughs> less intense, well, less is, like uh, death. This is the name of the game, darling. I mean, it's all. Uh, deathing. That's high, what it should, be, it should be called deathing. High risk, high reward, you know? It's a uh, tough, tough world out here. We didn't mean to get tangled up into this cache of dragons but here we are tell you what i want to do i want to avenge our friend roho that's what i want to do yeah my mom used to say that revenge is a pretty toxic emotion well i didn't know my mother or spend any time with her so the only person i ever had to listen to was myself and i've always found that revenge is actually a delicious and very satisfying emotion Mm, what do like, you think, Mark? Mark's gone downstairs to go. See. Oh, where'd he go? <laughs> He's downstairs. He's oh. hanging out with Rojo. He wanted to spend some time spend with Rojo. Spend some time with his father figure. Yeah. Aren't you angry? I'm angry. Um, I don't think that's the most accessible emotion I have right now, no. I think I feel bad. I think I feel guilt. And, um... And I feel lost because he was one of our friends. And I don't think it's that creature's fault. The creature was just doing what it thought that it should do. I don't think that it wanted to take Roho away from us. I just thought it was probably following some command that it was given. Maybe it was under a curse or something. I don't know. Well, no, I don't think it was the creature's fault. It was Xanathar's fault for taking our friends to begin with. Well, that might be true. It was the uh, stupid cache of dragons' fault for existing and being a huge pain in our well, ass. It's kind of weird to blame an inanimate object it's for the Zentrum's fault and Erstal's fault for getting us all entangled in this whole thing. It's Renair's fault for falling into our path. Do you have a sense of why you need to find fault? Oh my god, we're not doing this. I just don't. You're think not that... my therapist. No, no, it's just a good way to talk about things. I'm just trying to understand where you're coming from, and I don't think that it's 
necessary to put fault on it. It's just the situation that happened, and we have to figure out how to move forward from it. Okay. While you guys are having this conversation, you would hear footsteps coming down the stairway, and um, it's Till. Oh. He's dressed, sort of, like <laughs> in his tattered clothing. Looks haggard. He's like, well, I shall be off. I thank you for your hospitality. I'm sorry about your friend, but I need my loot. I shall be returning to the crypt and collecting it myself. I will be fine, thank you. It would seem nothing remains there, and my time here is past due. Till, uh, you shouldn't go back on your own. It's very dangerous, and it's it's a Xenothal hideout. I mean, it's 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 uh, likely to be crawling at any point with who knows what. You're gonna get killed. I won't be killed. I will do just fine. Thank you very much. Um, can you at least wait until the morning, and I'll go with you? I'm just you know right now. I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm practically bleeding yeah, out. I've got the equivalent of one hit point. You know, if you think of health in terms of like you know, points, Scale. a point system. I've got, you know, one out of 28 at the moment. So I'm not looking super good. So, but if you just let me sleep for like just eight hours, you know, we can go back together. Well, you know, I'm not sure I want to be around the group of you. I had originally thought that it might be worth joining such adventures, something the Harpers had clearly looked up to. But the things... Xanathar's, whatever they are, were asking us about. I, I don't know what you're all playing at, but working secretly with Lord Neverember for this cache of dragons, I don't know what your association is with them or who your contact is or if you're the contact, but I'm not very... I don't feel safe, to be honest. Um, Our so, friend just died. None of us feel safe. This isn't about safety. This is about being stuck in a position and trying to figure the best way out. Do you, you actually think that if we had any interest in this whole Cache of Dragons business, or if we were actually associated with Lord Never Ember, we would walk willy-nilly into a xenothar hideout for a bunch of nobodies chained up do you think that would be the top of our order do you think we'd be coming down there to save uh till the three string hopper do you think that wouldn't do anything for us we're not interested in any of that we're not interested in the dragons it's not any of that kind of business we came down then we saved your sorry ass for the record from you a certain death the group of you really are stupid aren't you have you thought to think about Clyde why? slaps Till. <laughs> <laughs> I would slap you back, but I'm not going to. I'd like because... to see you try. No, I will not. Have you Clyde ever... slaps him again. <laughs> he backs up. Stop it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm fine. Okay, no. Have you stopped to think about why you've been this magnet of misfortune? Because no. Because everyone thinks yeah. that we know something that we don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. E so, including you. Yeah, but they're we, questioning me about it. I don't know what the it. hell half of what you just said means. Sh shut Quiet. What do you mean? What are you talking about? That's what we were down there for. This this Xanathar wants to know 
which of us or, or which of you or, or why we're working with Neverember or who the who the key is or, or he kept saying the contact. Who's our contact? Stelikar was the contact. Maybe. Never said anything about a Delicar, but whatever the case, he seemed to have a very close eye on the group of you. Anyways, I'm going to get my loot, whether it's today or tomorrow or the next day. I'm leaving. And he just heads out. Thanks again. I wish you well. I do owe you my life. Perhaps at some point I can return that favor, but at this point, I don't feel comfortable. All right. He heads out. Toodaloo. As he's leaving, um, he bumps into uh, who you'd recognize as Captain Bromley, the older gentleman that was working with um, Barnabas Blastwind. He steps in. He's like, right. Here on official business. I remember the group of you had talked to Blastwind. He uh, had promised that if there was any... New information in regards to this case that it would be brought to your attention. Right. Uh, unfortunately, the information does not come from Barnabas, but I was instructed to give you this and hands a letter to Mog. Uh, and as you look at it, it's very official. Uh, looks like it's from the palace. I have a few more posts to deal with. If there are no further questions, I know you didn't ask me any questions. If there <laughs> are no questions, I shall be on my way. Sounds like not. Good evening. Goodbye, Crumley. Thank you. You're welcome. He turns around and leaves. What's our letter say? I will read it. Mog opens it up, and you can tell it is, in fact, from the palace. And it says, To my dear Water Davian friends, Mr. Blastwind and his colleague notified me of the unfortunate events near your tavern, as well as the gangs you've become mixed up with. I'm truly sorry for the hardships you've faced the last 10 days. It makes it even harder for me to call on you in this time of need. However, new information regarding Delicar requires your immediate attention. I request an audience with you post-haste. The gods will be expecting you. Lord Silverhand. Okay. Oh, shit. Well, I guess I know we know what we're doing tomorrow. If we can ever find our obsidian again. Right now, it's just a party of two, isn't it? The dynamic duo, Mog and Calliope. Mogliope. Well, Kellogg. We could, we could see... Kellogg sounds kind of fun. <laughs> Patent that. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me a bit hungry. We could see if Mark wants to come. I think... I feel like, you know, he grew up in the streets... He's not big, but he's maybe smart. He's maybe, um, you know, well, grew resourceful. Up, grew up with Rojo as well. I mean, that's a tough guy. I bet you he's passed on some of those skills. Yeah. He Might actually be a good fighter. We don't know. Hey, did, uh, when Till was yammering on in his annoying voice, um, something kind of pinged on my radar there. What is that? Um, he t- was talking about, you know, to think about the contact... The contact. Does that strike you as a bit weird? It does. That it does. Like the, that's the focus. That I just, I just had a, a moment of thought. All of this kind of started to happen around the time that Volo gave us that shit job. 
pick up Floon. And who did we happen to find in the process of looking for Floon? That annoying guy. We found Renair. And Renair. from there on, now everyone's like, oh, Renair this, Renair that. Do you think that it was all a setup? Is it possible? Do you think that Volo's got a stake in the game and he played us like a bunch of idiots? I think with mm. that, we're going to take our first break. As I pause the other music. That's the actual <laughs> other music that I'm supposed to pause. Let me try again. With that, <laughs> we're going to take our first break. You know what? Fuck this. It's stupid. This thing. Adventurers! Okay. Okay, we're back. But, I mean, that was a super awkward pause because normally it's like, and when everybody else is listening to it, it would have been like, ah, that's like, hey, we're back. Super smooth. I fucked it up. Sorry. Way to go. I've only been doing this for 10 episodes. Give me a break. <laughs> um, where's our actual music? Oh, there it is. Is that music or was that music I heard outside? There oh, it's is. there. Oh, okay. It's well, just yeah. in your head. <laughs> Gavin's like, well, having shit. a breakdown. Look Gavin, out. do you always hear music in your head? Like your whole life? Is it like there's a soundtrack going? Sometimes I can hear not voices, you know what I mean? But like I'll be arguing with myself and it almost becomes audible where I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, shut up. And then like things become quiet, but it's like my brain is loud. Mm. I don't actually hear it. I hear that. Okay. Yeah. That's you, called schizophrenia. Oh. <laughs> Do you know that some people, they don't think, they don't have a inner voice when they're thinking. Like they don't hear their own, you know what I mean? Like when I think I have like a, my inner voice that's speaking. Straight up. I can hear some that. People what, do you, don't. what do you think about the thought that you, th that you think words or that you think in thoughts and the words are like what we're used to interpreting? the thoughts with but you're not actually thinking in words oh what you're not actually thinking in words like your brain is just translating right. it's it just the translating it's... that we're used to doing when we speak mm -hmm. but your thoughts are actually thoughts they're not words well yeah oh, that's probably i've true. never thought of that <laughs> some people also don't think in images some people can't visualize things like if you were to tell a person who doesn't have visual like visualization if you'd be like oh picture like a, a pink fox they'd be like no, like they can't. Hmm. Like they can't think about it. I can smell my thoughts. Can you? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's called synesthesia. It's really interesting. I, hold up. It smells like you burning guys, wood. You guys actually hear voices in your head when you think? Yeah. It, it's, it's hard to describe because you don't hear it with your ear. But like if I like get chattery in my head, like I feel like I can. It's hard it's, to describe. It's like somebody's talking to you. But you don't yeah. actually. Yeah, I have like an inner voice. Like I can yes. hear. I can. Is it your spirit guides? Maybe. Do you guys have that? Yeah. Like yeah. I got a bunch of them. Okay, when, you, when you're in, when you're you like not? out on a hard run, Neil, yeah. you don't get moments where you're like, oh, fuck, come on, Neil, like I got this. You know what I mean? Like you you like coach yourself and you hear that, you process it. But that's what I'm saying is that you're not actually hearing it. That's just yeah. the present. Right. The that, presence that's what of I mean by thought. hear. Like you've never never coached yourself through something. I have, but I wouldn't describe it as like a, a hearing or a voice. It's, yeah, not yeah, but, but you not it's, like, it's me that. thinking, not hearing like an external. Right, but you, but you heard it in that you. Heard your but words said to yourself. This is what I'm saying, though. Maybe Neil is one of those people who doesn't have an inner voice, so the thoughts don't go into a text format. For maybe Correct. for Neil, it's just directly, and the thought is there, and that's yes. it. That's, that's what, what mine saying. is. Yeah, Neil doesn't have an inner voice. That's what I'm talking about. Some people Whoa. don't have it's, one. It's just me. Yeah. It's not like a. That's hmm. interesting. Like I can, because I can switch the intonation of my voice. So for like my inner voice. So for example, like when I was coming up with Calliope's character voice, it was an internal voice before it was an external voice. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, I, all the voices. And when I'm I like do, reading books, like if I like know that they have a certain accent, I'm reading in that accent. Hundred so, percent. You what? Like if I'm reading a book where it is clear that like 
the, one of the characters has say, a French say accent. British or something. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm reading it in that accent. Yeah, I can this almost hear it. This is super too. weird. Hmm. Sorry to our podcast. Yeah, sorry. Wow. That, actually, actually, it's a, a good segue. We should unpause. So in this, yeah, in this conversation, brings up Obsidian, who is currently sitting in this vineyard by himself or by themselves. Themself. I forgot I to myself ma- halfway. You did. I forgot to mention something. Obsidian did change before they left the pub. Okay. They're now wearing plate mail. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll get perv- to that okay. in just a sec. Yeah. Given the uh, voice in their head conversation. Their head. Yes. Mm. Obsidian sitting there, back against the wall, having... What are they thinking about? And can they hear themselves, <laughs> or is it direct thought? Walk us through that. It's direct thought. They are like... Well, I, in, I intended well, and I think I might have definitely bit off more than I can chew here, but I have an idea, and there's no time like the present to stop being a sniveling coward and to get on with it, and Obsidian will finish off that bottle of wine, lay it down on the ground, and then they... Do you want to know what they're, they're going to do? Yes. Oh, the, first of all, their outfit. <clears throat> so yeah, they, the most they, important part. The most important. They've changed into this like black leather tunic with like black uh, tight-fitting leggings, soft leather boots, and then the the and black gloves and a black cloak. Wow, they are robed out. They are robed like classic. But what's super cool because Obsidian is Obsidian, they've got this like gunmetal gray scrolling all over the entire Ooh. outfit that you can't really. You know, you know when you got like something like it's dark on dark, you can't really yeah. see it unless the light hits it a certain way. But then when you can see it, all this really intricate scrolling appears. It's really, so really dope. So <laughs> nice. That is. One when of these days, I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen to every episode where you describe an outfit, and I'm going to do an illustration of every single Obsidian outfit for you. Awesome. <laughs> I, I live yeah. for this level of fashion. I love right? it. Right? I love that. Okay, so Obsidian places the bottle of wine down. Okay. Um, a while ago, they acquired a hollow wooden ball. Yes. And they are going to fill that with flask oil that they have. They have a lantern and flask oil. Okay. Um, they intend to sneak around the pump house. Okay. And keep out of sight of the statue things. Sorry, I got the hiccups now. Um, and then light the wooden ball, hoping it be like a bomb mm-hmm. full of flask oil, and then throw it at this creature that is closest. Okay. The idea is that... It would hopefully catch some of the vines on fire, you know, or, you know, because you said they were dry. It is, everything's very dry. Right? Yep. And um, create like a barrier where maybe the creatures can't advance on the pump house, but Obsidian's going to sort of sleep and go back against the wall at pump house and watch what happens because I have two different things I can do depending on the outcome of the. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. That's a pretty far lob. Well, I, I'm planning on. Okay, you're going to sneak up. Yeah. Okay. I love this plan. I mean, we'll see how it plays out. I have no idea. So let's, uh, that's D&D for you. Let's roll with it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so you're going to sneak down the back part of the pump house towards this these um, dried out vines or, or rows of vines. Should I stealth roll first? Um, or is it kind yeah, of Yeah. Like- yeah. You could do with advantage with your previous 20. That was pretty solid. Okay. Uh, so 14. 14, okay. So you make it to the side of the pump house. house. Um, Just let me quickly look up a stat. 
Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, nothing moves. Doesn't okay. seem to notice you. These figures are totally still. I'm going to light the makeshift bomb okay. and toss it at that creature, which looks like it's about 35 feet away. Yeah, less than that. Okay. Um, or no, you're right, about 35. Uh, okay, I, I think you could do it. Are you trying to directly hit the creature, or I, I'm kind of like, yeah, just kinda, the, the vines the around vicinity. there. Like, really, what I'm trying to do is maybe damage it, but light, light the vines on fire. Okay, um, let's do a dexterity-based attack for a ranged weapon. I mean, you're gonna lob it in there regardless. I just want to see how on point you are with it. Ooh, I rolled a five. Fine, and my dexterity is a plus two, so that's a seven. Cool. So you lob it in uh, and throw short, which is kind of what you wanted. Um, it doesn't end up hitting this creature, but the vines immediately engulf. Like as soon as that flame touches them, they're they're like tinder. So these vines are in rows, like in a typical vineyard. They are. So I'm hoping this creates like a wall of flame between the pump house and these whatever they are. Yeah, it absolutely would. And within you know seconds almost, they are engulfed uh, and spreading down the, these rows. But now that that is happening, these figures become animated and start uh. to advance against the wall of flames. Um, but don't get too close to it uh, as it is. But, I mean, at the rate that this stuff is burning, you would imagine that those vines are not going to be burning for terribly long. Okay. Obsidian is going to rush back to the cart horse. Okay. I am going to take... Uh, my rope, tie it to the cart, um, to the door that you said was barred. Yep. And I'm going to, and I'm not very good with horses. Okay. But Obsidian is going to try and mush, mush, mush the horse <laughs> to pull the door off of its hinges. Okay. Give me an animal handling check. <clears throat> uh, 16. 16. Yeah. You slap this uh, Clydesdale on the ass and it just hauls ass. Um, tears off the door. No problem. I mean, we're talking about a big cart horse and just comes out with a boom, and it keeps going, door and yeah. all, just yeah. at a distance. I can't believe that worked. As you spin around, after seeing your cart horse take off, flames next to you, I mean, you could feel the heat coming off of this stuff. As you peer in there, it looks like this has been turned into some sort of, like, hovel or something. There's, like, it's almost like a nest in there of, like, old hay and stuff and like part of the ground has been dug out and you can see in the back where the pump would be uh activated it just looks like pieces have been removed from it almost like uh repurposed i am gonna draw my daggers okay. and enter the pump house oh boy i have night vision <laughs> oh boy i have dark that'll vision. save you you have dark vision as you do you would notice a figure hunched in the corner looked like it was working on part of the pump house or removing something from it. Yeah. And as your eyes adjust, it's this old, leathery-looking woman with, like, her. she's hunched over her head. She doesn't even look like she can look up that well because she's hunched so badly. And along her back, it almost looks like spines sticking out for how bad her, um, what is that, her, her vertebrae, I guess? Spine, yeah. Or, yeah, oh, what would yeah. be, like, jutting out of, like, her leathery skin, like, trying to poke out of it. And she turns towards you and says, My pump house! <laughs> and goes to attack you. Okay, um, I need you to roll me some initiative. Uh, okay. Oh, my God. Rip, Neil. 11. <laughs> uh, 11, you go first. Okay, Obsidian... Uh, 
is like, I've made a mistake. I've made a really big mistake. <laughs> they are going to turn and double dash up the cart path, chasing their horse. I love it. Okay. So as you spin around and do that, um, you would hear, <laughs> yes, off of my property. <laughs> and then just like spins back around uh, and continues what she was doing. Okay. Yeah. We're out of combat. You're out of combat. Okay. That was lucky. Uh, as you head out uh, chasing your cart horse, which you're never going to catch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you look back into the field as I'm guessing you're heading towards town, but you would yeah. see like some of the vineyards started like die off. Uh, yeah. But these figures, um, now that it's died off and you've moved sort of out of sight, out of range, they kind of like animate towards the building, assess it, and then just like move back into position and just like, and then they're frozen again. Okay. Right. All right. So, uh, Obsidian, are you heading into town then, or where, where are you headed right I'm now? I'm heading back to Waterdeep. Okay, uh, we'll come back to the other characters who were just having a discussion in the tavern after receiving a letter from um, Lady, Silverhand. Lady Silverhand. So, if we're going to go out there in the morning... Because I don't know about you, but I don't really want to leave here oh, yes. right no, now. We need to rest. Absolutely. We should deal with... Should we go check on oh, Mark? Oh, yeah. Been down there for a while. <sighs> I mean... What is Mark doing down there right now? Uh, Mark would have gone down the stairs. Um, he'd be nervous going down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he would just go down and he would see what This music right now. Yeah, <laughs> <seriously>. <laughs> so he goes down and um, he puts his hand through his hair and just kind of behind his head. He just smells his hair. Oh. <laughs> He's like a total father figure to him. Mm-hmm. This is so sad. And he would like start to like take off his chain mail and he like talks to his like bigger yeah, yeah. pieces. Fights over. Make him just Rojo. Rojo. Right. Hmm. I like it. He would just like, if there's things that. Just spend time with He him. would just spend time and just take. He'd, he'd find, he'd find like whatever he had on him at that point in time. And just yeah. Put him aside. Cool. And then I'd imagine there'd be like tablecloths or something down there maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's probably like, you know, odds and ends bar tavern related stuff. Sure. Right. So he'd just grab like a tablecloth or whatever. Mark remembers when Rojo would tuck him in. <laughs> Seriously. So he'd like, he'd mummify him. Right. So he'd like cross his like, arms over his chest and then just tuck him in. Yeah. And then just like, you know, make it nice and tight and whatever. And just kiss, kiss him on the forehead. Yeah, I feel like that dug a little deeper into Mark than the others would have even appreciated. So you guys are standing up in the tavern. Mark, I guess, eventually emerges. You guys are having that conversation. I think Calliope's like kind of just sitting up on the bar. She's like poured herself a, a glass of whatever is available. Is there any alcohol left yeah, yeah, in the there's, bar? There's beer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cl- 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 drinking our, our shitty ale that we carry. <laughs> 
Mark, you're yeah. back. Yeah. How? How was? How was Rojo? I mean, how was your visit? <laughs> visit. He's dead. <laughs> no, Smog is so bad at this. <laughs> How's Rojo? <laughs> well, uh, still dead. Still a corpse. <laughs> Are you feeling okay? Emotional, like not really. I'm not. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Hard. Do you need anything? Not really. You need any supper? We don't have any food here. Lots of food back at the back of the house. Did Mark don any of the equipment, or he, was, he would have he taken? Was, he would have taken it. Like he would have taken whatever he had with him. Like what he would have taken. I don't know okay. if it would fit him. Well, yeah. This poor little gnome yeah, carrying yeah, big an orc-sized amount of armor. He's like struggling up the stairs. <laughs> So you bring it up like piece by piece, but you are removing it, or did you leave it I, in the I just, cellar? I, I left it I, I like yeah, like his chainmail and stuff. I just I, he, he Mark would have just taken off, would have just taken off of him mm-hmm. and just put it aside, put it on a table somewhere or whatever. Okay, right, right. got it. But like personal items, mm-hmm. he would have taken. Got he, would, it. he would have brought them upstairs. Okay, Mark, do you um do you have any plans for tomorrow? Feed the cats. Do you want to come to the... We've been invited to the castle, to the palace. Ooh. Do you want to come with us? Yeah, we could do that. I'm not really sure what to expect. I mean, if that's okay... I'm, I'm sorry, I should have asked Calliope if that was okay oh, before I invited you. But No, I, I think it's a smashing idea. I mean, yeah, we're just trying to move forward with everything. I, yes, we're in a bit of a pickle. I mean, Rojo was with us, and I mean... Yes, if you want to come with us, we're just trying to move on. Good plan. Yes, I'm tired. You guys tired? A little beaten up, but I don't know if I'm really ready for bed. Maybe I mean, I think I, I'm like, emotionally tired. Yeah, and also covered in blood. Well, Rojo had like three potions <laughs> just sitting on him. I not. <gasps> He should have drank one of those. <laughs> Not sure why he didn't. So I wasn't the only one. Oh, yes, we all had potions. Really? Yeah, we just suck at this. We I, all had potions? I had a potion. You had two potions. Sounds like Roha had three potions. Oh, thank God. <laughs> well, it's... We packed one I for mean... each of you. Yeah. Oh, that's thoughtful. Mm-hmm. That's just... Maybe just drink a whole bunch of ale tonight. Oh, do you want to get drunk? I don't know. I've never been drunk. Really? What does that feel like? It's exceptional. Makes a city act like an asshole most of the time, but it's just kind of their personality. Not oh. to put them down, they're just kind of that way. You so know, it's not really the alcohol. That's just. I think it's just dead. rich people things. You know, it's just like being rich is kind of like makes you a bad person. Kind of not a bad person. Obsidian's not a bad person. They're just, you know, very fond of them. My dad hangs out with lots of people. That's yes. I don't like most of them. Mark, do you want to get drunk with us? Uh, n- not necessarily. Okay, well, we'll just do it together, just the two of us. Will that be fun? Yeah. A bit of bonding. Well, it's not fun, obviously. It's actually quite sad, everything that's happened. Should I go wake up Yorick? Do you think he'll want to get drunk with us? <laughs> you could try. I peeked in there earlier. I didn't. He's still alive, right? He was still breathing. Okay, thank yeah. God. I can't lose another it, person and today. And then I went and had a talk with Till. 
you know, I don't, I don't particularly think that the emotion of hate is useful, mm. but I hate that person. Till is the worst. I, I honestly. Do you, know, do you know Till, Mark? No. He he plays at the yawning porthole, porthole, portal, portal, <laughs> <laughs> porthole. What kind of porthole does he play? The yawning one. He's he's the he. Anyways, he's obscene. just like, he's just an asshole. That's what I would say. Yes. Okay, well, why don't we, if you're not going to stay here tonight, you, you want to go home and see the cats. And... Yeah, well, I mean, somebody's got to feed the cats. Yep. So we'll, maybe we'll just stop by in the morning. And you can come to the palace with us. Sure. Sounds smashing. Brilliant. So the group of you, well, Calliope and Mog, have some drinks together. I think at some point during shitter. the night, Calliope will, like, at, when she's, like, maybe, like, four or five beers in, she'll, like, stand up on the table as if she's talking to an entire crowd of people, and she'll kind of, like, have tears in her eyes, and her, her face will be extra pink because she's kind of all blushy. And she'll be like, Mog, this is a, a toast. This is a toast. A toast. To, to Rojo. He was uh, so green... And he had the biggest hands I've ever seen. And he was brave, and he was probably the nicest person in our group, maybe, maybe second to you. And I, I cared about him. You can't tell anyone, but I cared about him a lot. And I, and it says, here's to Rojo. Here's to Rojo. And as you're saying that, your eyes dart over towards the doorway, and during that entire speech was... There. <laughs> During that entire speech uh, was Obsidian just opening the door mid uh, cheers. Obsidian uh, comes in, lifts a bottle of wine, says, to Rojo, and then comes and sits down beside you. Calliope just bursts into tears, and she just jumps into Obsidian's lap like she used to do when she was like a little girl. Uh And she just like tucks her head in. She always does it very carefully so her horns don't like poke him or them, and she just tucks herself in. And she just holds them really tight. And she says, please don't leave me again. You really scared me. Oh, there, there, child. You knew I would come back. And she just probably passes out in their laps. Drooling. All snotty. <laughs> All right. So the group you rest up for the evening. Mark had already headed home before you got into the drink. And before long, it's a daybreak. Um, I'm assuming everybody is probably feeling, I mean, you know, it's there's some sadness but it's like the dawn of a new day right it's, it's bright out it's uh almost troll tide with the crisp air <laughs> time to move on it's yeah, been 12 time. hours Get well, over but it. no you know what i mean like just sort of like the um like there's some closure there yeah. you guys met mark you talk to him and uh you, you wake up in the morning kind of feeling like you know you're sad but you're like okay this has happened new day new day um you meet up with uh mark at is um as apartment cats are all fed and you find you guys unless you had anything else to do out on the on the street what do you do so uh sorry for the drama how how was your day yesterday did you uh i uh, take it mark is hanging out with us now yes you're rather young we don't have to house train it or anything it's 
Mark's there with you right now. It? Yeah, Obsidian knows that. I mean, he's just barely a bit younger than Mog and I. He's not that young. Right there, Mark, you, you've a uh, strapping lad. You've seen the world, haven't you? I you know how to hold a around. sword? Uh, not really a Crossbow? sword. Crossbow? No. Mm, oh, you don't play you know an what? instrument? You know what? Uh, I bet you you know magic. You look like magic? a magic wielder. It's got to be one or the other, Mark. <laughs> I know a few things, for sure. You do a little bit of um, sparkle and puff I can sparkle, magic. I can sparkle and puff if I need to. Can you do this? And uh, Mog casts Mage Hand and just like kind of tickles Mark. What the hell was that music? <laughs> no, I don't know. That was tickling Mark was music. Tickling Mark music. <laughs> the music keeps being like weirdly poignant to what we're doing. Yeah, it's it's like, really funny. It's like all playful all of a sudden. <laughs> Mark would just laugh and he's like, yeah, I, I, you know, I can tickle too. <laughs> oh, I, I like mean, this, this is like getting kind of weird. Yeah. I'm tickle too. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, that's cool. Do you have any questions for us about what we're doing or where we're going? Are you interested in that? Yeah, you should probably know that it's like crazy dangerous. Well, yeah, because Ro- Rojo, Rojo just died. died. <laughs> 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 Mark's picked up on the severity of the situation. I'm just, yeah. le- I'm just letting you know, you know, just like, just in case you, you know. I remember when I was, se- you know. Were you gonna leave seven. me left for like left for dead? No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. No, we'd okay. never leave anyone left for dead. Now we know to use our healing potions when we've got them as well. So okay. we've learned so that we've, lesson. We've, we've learned. Oh, well, we've I learned from actually it. don't have any now because I tried to give one to Rojo after he was dead, and I gave you one. Yes. Well, I've still got one. So between the four so. of us, one healing potion. So as long as only one person goes down, we'll be good to go. So, so, so Mark's gonna dig into his pack, and he's gonna he's going to give Mog a healing potion. Mark, you don't have to do that. Um, you know what? Maybe I do. You do have to? <laughs> oh. Yes, maybe I need to do that. I like this little streak. I haven't seen that from you before. Yeah, this well. This is good. Maybe just put that in your pack just in case. It's kind of spunky. Use, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, use it when you need to. What does Mark's hair look like? <laughs> uh, it'd be spiky. It's spiked Oh, yeah, up. for sure. Yeah. Like, does it look purposeful? Does it look like he oh, does yeah, it yeah, on purpose? Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure it does. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Obsidian. Yes. I just... I was just noticing the group dynamic a little bit. Are you feeling a little out of place? There's like, like old. I, I mean, I wasn't trying. I wasn't gonna say it like that, but you know, like. Well, I'm I'm over two hundred years old. He is aged, so it's fairly young ancient. for an elf, but still, I mean, aged and ancient. And Plus, ancient, I'm having sure. a rough day. I decided today to try try the day without wine to start and. That's great. It's awful, How really. Does it feel? Awful. Are you, are you a whiner? Yes. Isn't shouldn't everybody be? I don't want to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark. Uh, you're gonna be a treat, aren't you? By the way, did I mention that I went to the vineyard yesterday? For wine? I don't No, you didn't really mention anything. I, we were all, all pretty. Oh yeah, did you did you uh, bump into uh a god that seemed not maybe the most handsome god you've ever met, but maybe like the second most handsome one that you might meet in a group. No. It's oddly mm. specific. <laughs> did you describe obsidian to them? I don't believe you did. You just said obsidian. 
Can you find obsidian, please? <laughs> the sure. guard is just wandering out and about. He's just... Oh. Amazing. Bummer for that god. Well, the good news is if he's still looking for obsidian, it means he won't be able to come back and try and get a date with me. So win-win right. on my end. You came home and I don't have to talk to that weird god. Right. Well, I, so I don't think we should go to the vineyard. I, oh. I think we should just like just cancel it and not go. Really? That's crazy. I was actually going to say it should be the next thing on our agenda. Oh. Why the change of heart, darling? You, know, you left a letter saying you were leaving adventuring. And you went and adventured by yourself? Yeah, that was a What's crazy happening? thing to do. Well, what I meant was, I didn't say I was leaving adventuring. I just didn't want to be around you people when you died next. Like, when you, the next people... You know, I haven't had any wine today. I don't think I should be required to make sense. What? Okay, well, just, just so you, we're on our way to the palace to talk oh, to... Lady Silverhand. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so lovely. You, oh, you might be Oh, I wish I had worn something different. I don't... Us. You, look, you should have warned me. I can't go to the palace dressed like this. Well, we have to. Yeah. She's waiting for us and has been since last night. I also wanted to run something past you real quick. I don't I don't know if you remember my little aside last night before we went to a break. Was that when um, we sang the second verse of Rojo's song? Well, no, it was before that. Oh. Um, after Till, you know, left and was oh. wildly ungrateful. I think I, I would like to try and catch up with Volo. I'm just having a... Tiefling's intuition right. about, uh, uh, I don't know. T- uh, very untrustworthy fellow, I thought, from the very beginning. Yes. You know, and I, I, uh, what's his name? Tilm just made a bit of a comment, which, I don't know, it just kind of got me firing on all cylinders. He, he kept referring to a, a con. He said that while he was being questioned in, uh, you know, when he was being held by the Xanathar Guild, they kept talking about a contact a contact over and over again. And when I said, oh, do you mean Delacar? He said he was didn't really seem like that was what he meant. And like it, that one of us maybe was or... Well, it just makes me wonder. I mean, all of this kind of came about when we had contact with Volo the first time. And since then, everything's just kind of spiraled wildly out of control. And who, when we did that job for Volo, it took us right into the path of Renair. And just who did Renair happen to be hanging out with that night? Floon. Right. Bloom just randomly ran into Renair. It just so happens Volo's friend, Volo and Floon, just happened to go to the Shattered Dragon, a shitty bar, the Dark Ward, that just happens to be Zentrum Run, and they just happened to run into Renair, and then we happened to do the job. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I am. And you know, we've met people like this before. Renair is typical spoiled royal. You and yes. I, we've met these people. And, and Volo, you know, people like Volo, they're all about Volo. They're all about themselves and their own fame and their mm-hmm. own notoriety. The, so, good, the good news is we can, you know, usually figure them out pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what you're basically saying is that they set out at the beginning to find new adventurers that they could frame. This was the plan from the start. This is what I'm thinking. I think it's a possibility. And we are the dunces that fell for it. I think so. Maybe we were the bait the whole time. Maybe uh, Volo knew that if he got us into the shit, we might be eventually bait for Delacar and he'd be able to... Who knows? Maybe Volo's been involved with the Zentrum from the beginning. Why were they at the Shattered Dragon or the Skewered Dragon to begin with? It's a Zentrum bar. Mark, do you know Am I brilliant? Am I a genius right now? I'm hungover, so it's hard to say. I think this all makes perfectly good sense. Can we stop by, like, and get some coffee on the way to the palace? I, well, let's. I think let's go talk to Volo first. Right now? Quick, oh, right on it. Lady Silverhand. Okay, no, let's go talk to Lady Silverhand. She said that we should 
that she no, was waiting for us. We should go talk to Volo. Quickly run by ye old haunt. I'll change into something more appropriate, and we then just we'll go came talk to from him. there. What would Mark? Would you, oh, who? Mark. Mark. Would Mark? Could he do an insight check to see if there's somebody like in the group that he thinks is the contact? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so that'd be 14, and that would be, uh, what would that be? Investigation? Um, wisdom? Insight. Or insight? Yeah. Which I think is wisdom. It is. Uh, so that would be 18. 18. Wow. You eye over these, uh, the group of these adventurers, which I'm sure you've heard from, from Rojo. And while they are different misfits in their own right, you don't get the sense that any of them are some sort of contact unless you had, you know, yeah, no, I, I don't think you would get that. No. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Why don't we just get to the, the lady as quickly as we can? She knows you well enough to accept you with what you're wearing, and that's pretty... You look stunning, Just, darling. Yeah, you, you think so? It's yes, nice. always. You roll out of bed looking perfect. Don't worry about it. Very well. Uh, I haven't washed my mullet in like three days, so if anyone should be worried <laughs> about anything, it's me. I feel like we've probably also been walking towards, because that was our plan yeah. from the get-go. It's not like we were just standing on the sidewalk mm -hmm. in front yeah, of Mark's place. Yeah, we're walking and talking. talking. the whole time. <laughs> so you, the group of you would arrive at the palace, guards at the front, and if you approach them... They uh, welcome you and and escort you to Lady Silverhands, um, which her place of, of work, like she lives at the palace, but um, her office, if we want to call it that, is, is a very different part of the palace. So they send you down through different wards, but eventually to a, a very large, almost looks like a library. And she's sitting behind uh, a very nice desk, looks to be doing a bit of paperwork, and uh, behind her stands Barnabas Blastwinds, which you had met before the magistrate that came to your house and was doing the investigation. Uh, just the two of them in there. And uh, she looks up from her desk and says, Oh, finally. Apparently post-haste means the next day. Please, come in. Uh, you may close the door. And she gestures to the guard who does, in fact, close the door. Right. Uh, please, come have a seat. And there's four for the group of you. I, I believe you've met uh, Barnabas. Hello, uh, Barnabas. Yes. I've known Barnabas for years. You know that, my lady. Yes. Um, Hello, Barnabas. Oh, jeez. I'm Mark. <laughs> Hello, um, Mark. Mark. Wh um, when I met the group of you before, there was a, a larger gentleman, not um, not Mark. Yeah, that would have been Rojo. Rojo. Unfortunately, oh. uh, he met his demise. Wow, that's, that's a blunt way to put it. Oh, yeah. yeah. He doesn't need to drink to be an asshole, eh? Hmm. They I don't prefer need the, to drink I prefer to be they, an asshole. Actually. I mean, speaking of assholes. Right. Oh. <laughs> Says to that to Mark. Start. I love it. <laughs> um, Obsidian, I'm yeah. surprised you wouldn't wear something a little more um, <laughs> presentable. Not typical of you, but... Uh, lady, I, please I, forgive me. I was rushed. I didn't know we were coming here. I'm so embarrassed. It's our fault. We wouldn't let him go back. He I, said he I wanted... See. They wanted uh, something I did say more appropriate. So. I am concerned 
to hear about your friend Rojo, though. Uh, sad, as it is, but um, more... Ah, I was hoping we would have put an end to all of this. It would seem it now adds a further complication to an already complicated scenario. And she pushes a um, tattered letter across the table. It says, The gnome that was heading towards your house. His name is Delacaw. Oh, Delacaw. Hmm, I think I've heard the name once or twice. He's right. a gnome? He's a gnome, yes. Mark would get a little nervous. <laughs> um, didn't have much on him. Usually has a coin purse of gold. Uh, <laughs> his satchel um, was said to be with him, but uh, we didn't see such a thing. Um, but he did have this on him. Uh, and gestures to the letter. Go on. Have a read. I read it. Clappy, you pick it up, and it reads quite tersely, actually. Uh, you can tell the, the penmanship would be just sort of like scribbled in haste almost. And it says, Delica, you must seek out the one they call Rojo Renke. I've instructed him to keep an eye on things and intervene should anyone get too close to discovering the use of the stone and, in turn, my cache of dragons. He is an outstanding soldier that has proved his loyalty to me loyalty to me time and time again. I hear he has joined a local band of adventurers. <laughs> a great cover, I must say. You will find him at the previously abandoned tavern, Trollskull Alley. Give him the stone and immediately return to me. Never remember. Well, it would uh. seem that your friend Rojo may have been in cahoots with Neverember. I find it irritating that he is the only one not here. I am sorry that he is dead. I'm just... He was the contact. Lord, I can't believe this is true. Mark, did you yeah, know anything about this? Why would I know anything about you this? You live with him! He'd never Hold mentioned Hold Neverember before? You live with Rojo. Live, yeah. Lived. Well, lived. He's lived. Sorry, lived with Rojo. And did you, were you aware of anything like this? No, my job was to feed the cats and, well, apparently do the dishes. Insight check. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, did Mark actually know anything about it no. for the insight check? No. no? Okay. I mean, you can make an insight check. Uh, well, I, well, we'll find out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if Clive believes them. I rolled a three. Three. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I didn't know a thing. <laughs> Clive gives him the stink eye. Mm, I'm sure. She'll stink eye on back or her back. Wait, so what does this mean? This means that the cache of dragons is not only in the grasp of whoever has this stone, which I'll get to in a minute, but... The complication of it being never remember using ex-soldiers of my military to get his dirty work done means I cannot trust anybody in this palace until the cash is found. Hence my reason for having you here. My hope was that Rojo would be here as well. And it would seem that we had a conversation before when I would present you with a task, should I see you fit for it. And I find myself in a position where I have no other choice. I need your help finding this cache of dragons because I can no longer trust anybody else in this palace 
And it would seem the group of you are the ones at the closest level of contact with what is going on here. What's in it but for us? Everybody else has Hold already on. asked us to find. Calliope's Lady Silverhand, we need to be polite. To Excuse be honest, me, ma'am. What's in it for us? Would you mind telling us, the peasants? Yes, I'm please. so sorry, Lady Silverhand. Oh, obsidian, you don't have to be proper all the time. Young lady. <laughs> Especially in that outfit. Um, <laughs> young lady. I had expected such a request. The group of you may name your price as long as it's not the entire cash. I may part with some of it, or we can come to some other agreement. The cash of dragons is not only money, it is something embezzled from the palace itself and is a special type of coin. It has dragons imprinted on it. It is, yes, equal to any other gold, but is traded among nobility. When we do trades with other cities, Neverwinter, the Sword Coast, this is a sign of trust and agreed trade amounts. Handing everybody else just plain old gold will not do it. My lady, may may I talk with my companions for just a moment in, in private? I, I promise it, I'll make haste. You may, but it will be outside of my office. I'm not leaving. Absolutely. Hey, Mog, Calliope, may I just speak with you outside just real quick? Mark, I'm not bringing Mark. Mark, I, Mark's Mark you could wait here. But why? Why would I wait here? Like, that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Fine, come she, along. She's kicked us out of her office. Right. Yes. Okay, may we step outside for a second? Yes. 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 Absolutely. So once we're outside, I'm like, first of all, I just I want to say, should we trust Mark? I mean, Rojo oh. obviously had a secret from us, and now we find out that the, the secret was happening, and. And Mark lived with Rojo. We don't know that it's true. I trust Lady Silverhand implicitly. But we don't know where she got the information and that, and that that was true. I'm just, I'm not certain we should be trusting Mark. I trust Mark more than I trust, as much as I trust, trust, trusted Rojo. Maybe more. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Ah, you've just met the little little fellow. That's a bit derogatory. <laughs> don't know Let's if you get to just... your point. I, oh. I was wondering if we should disclose with Lady Silverhand all of our dealings with Captain Zord and with all of these people that are trying to hire us for the very same task. I mean, I, I kind of said it. I don't think she really caught it in the conversation, but I kind of mentioned that. We could just lay it out. Else. I think it might, I mean, if we're going to do this for her, it might be worth our while to mention it. I mean, it's, if we're going to be really into the, Think of it now if we go after the... We're adding another layer. Yes. Well, and, and we have another client for the same job, essentially. But she's the only one of all the clients that I actually trust. Why do she you trust would, her? Because I've been in the palace around her. She always seemed very noble and upstanding and proper. Of all yeah. people to not trust, a politician seems like the right person to oh, not trust. I don't think that's true at all. Crooks. Politicians always have an agenda that's clearly laid out. It's to retain power. That's all that she wants. Exactly. Well, that she means no harm to us as long as her power is not threatened. I'm not saying we don't. I'm just saying we proceed with caution just like we would in any other deal. We don't just assume blind trust. Here's where I am at. I'm tired of doing nothing. I'm tired of running and being scared and doing dirty work for gangsters. I think we're being presented with an opportunity to do exactly the thing that we've been doing the whole time, which is being entangled in this whole cache of dragons bullshit that we can't get away from. But now we're given the, op given the opportunity to name our price. 
I think we may as well get in, get ours, and get out. I agree. And I'd much prefer to work for Lady Silverhand than any of those other well, Let's ask Roho how many dragons he wants. Roho. I'm just saying, if we're dead, it doesn't matter how many dragons we walk away with. Well, then we don't ask for dragons. I don't want Well, I think we ask for dragons, but we also ask I for we, protection. And, and what ask, do you want to do, Mog? Do you want to? I think we need protection. Look at what we're up against. If we find the dragons at this point, there's going to be three gangs after us. If we find the dragons and hand them over to the palace, there's going to be three gangs out to kill us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. but Lady there's Silverhand could certainly provide us with accommodations and protection. I don't want to live in this palace. Well, just for a period of time. No. But I, no. I, maybe she could give us a country house. She has I several. Oh, what, yes. That's exactly what I want to do, Obsidian. I want to go right back to a abandoned, empty manor in the middle of fucking okay, nowhere. Okay, Fine. You okay. can go stay in the pub, and I'll go to the country house where I'm perfectly happy. I already have a house. I don't need to go anywhere else. <laughs> Who, why are you even talking? <laughs> well, because everybody else is talking. We aren't even we sure if you're going to continue Mark. on with this group. What does that mean? All right, everyone is, shut is, up. Is there shut an up. elf with better manners? Why don't we just replace the elf? A saloon killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying when we, we go back and we talk to the, to the lady and see what she can offer us as far as protection. That's more valuable to us yep. than money. Fine. I agree. May I do the talking? What if we find, what if we find the, the dragons and not find them? What? Find we find and, and not don't tell find. any of the three gangs that are currently out to kill us. <clears throat> yeah, I I think that you're a little out of your. You depth. are braver than Rojo, <laughs> or stupider. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's possible. Wow, maybe <laughs> you know what? I don't. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I think I like you more when you drink wine. Uh, I do have a headache. Let's let's just go back. Let's go back and yeah. talk to her. Ma- uh, ma- right, everything all sorted. We yes, absolutely. Thank you for granting us that time. Yes, I'm sure you heard none of it you're, under the door. You're very busy. <laughs> I am, but uh, this is of great importance. So we we've come on. Uh, I was certainly you know that I'm very affectionate for you and your rule in this land, and I think you're doing a wonderful job. And well, thank you, Obsidian. Um, your time at the palace was much appreciated. Thank you. Clappy uh, rolls her eyes. Yeah. Obviously, Mom's trying not to gag behind him. <laughs> We've um, we've come to you know a couple of minor requests. I think nothing for someone so powerful and and royal as yourself. Mm-hmm. So, I shall hear them. Um, of course, you know we don't think we should have all the money, but certainly like twenty five percent we would seem forty percent. Whatever you would think would be fair, somewhere between twenty five and forty percent. I will give you the equivalent of fifty percent if it's not <laughs> if it's not <laughs> if it's not. The actual cash of dragons. I will give you the equivalent in 50% of gold. You may not have the cash of dragons coins. Absolutely. That seems completely reasonable. Thank you for your generosity. Very well. The other thing is, as my friend Mog had sort of briefly maybe alluded to with you, we seem to be have this this task hired upon us by other groups as well. I see. And... These are those unsavory types. You know, I despise them as much as you do. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the gangs within the city, last one here, had filled me in with your complications with them. What, what well, complications? Well, Mark, we'll catch you we up can, later. We can catch you up. Yeah. Um, just sit tight. Would you like like a glass of milk or something? He's 17. Ha- oh, anyway, Lady Silverhand... Um, 
should we complete this task for you, which would be preferential for us, because obviously, why wouldn't we want to work for you? You're so lovely. Obsidian, would you get to the point, please? <laughs> We're going yeah, to need protection. You. If we provide this service to you and we, 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 we carry it out successfully, uh, death will surely follow us, and we will never be able to deliver you what you ask. We shall be corpses in the streets before we ever make it back to the palace. If we look for the dragons and we are successful in finding them, three different gangs will be out for our blood. How are you going to mitigate that risk? Yes, that. That's just a good well, question. Well, say, Clive. Three <laughs> gangs? Oh. Well, I can have my guards keep an eye on it. I can't have them accompany you due to my issue with trusting them. If you are concerned about your capability... Perhaps there is something we can do to help there. As far as these gangs... Hmm. The Harpers have normally been a good network. I can reach out to them. And I can have... Yes, I can have guards posted in more key areas to keep us abreast of their actions. So we're one step ahead. So I can give you as much information as I am able. As far as making you more capable... Perhaps better weapons and um, some additional upgrades to your already what looks like tattered armor. Not something I can do in a day, but the palace's blacksmiths, as you know, Obsidian, are quite handy. If you come back to me in maybe a day or two, we can have something sorted out, if that would be all right. Lady Silverhand, you are most generous. Well, thank you. I am very concerned about this cache of dragons. And should it fall into the wrong hands, I'm sure you're aware of Xanathar or the Zenturum. These figures want nothing more than power. And not only having half a million dra- gold, but dragons, in addition, gives them much more leverage on the Sword Coast than I'm willing to let them have. Do you, what do you know of Captain Zord? Captain Zord is a, a fancy man that just parades around town and I believe has ulterior motives, um, but he does keep the city interested with the Sea Maiden's Fair. On the topic of Mr. Zord, I have... His name is Zardos, by the way. Not Zord. That's his last name. Zardos has in his possession what is called a nimble right. This is a animated, magically animated figure typically made of woods or other things. Looks very human when dressed. Barnabas here tells me that his eyewitnesses at the square noticed one of these. And it was the thing that cast this, and she holds up a necklace of fireballs with a bead missing, this into that square. Obviously, my first instinct was to reach out to Zardo's. He has assured me that it is not of his control. All of his are on his ships with him, which leads me to our first point of contact, which I'm hoping that you can make. The Nimble Rites originated from a temple in town here called... something. I'm gapping. House of Inspired Hands. They praise the uh, gods of crafting and smithing, named Gond. Should you... I'm sorry. After our meeting here, I would start at that temple. 
see what you can find about these nimble rights and the source of them. Perhaps that will lead us to who owns this nimble right, if anybody. Absolutely. And Lady Silverhand, I, I just briefly on another matter might want to mention that you'd asked us to look into a vineyard. Uh, That's right. A for few days back. Micaiah. I did go and have a look at it. Obsidian will sort of relay what they saw when they were there. Okay. And of course, if you still want us to do it, we would go back, but maybe we would go back with some, some guards from the palace to aid us in this. Uh... Now that you are on this task, it's much more important than that. I shall get a group of guards together to head down there and deal with it in your place. Very well. More than capable. Uh, Having some information on what is there is is very helpful. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Very well. If there are no other questions... Well, I I have one little question. Yes, please. You, I mean, you, when Obsidian told you that we would like protection, you talked about how you can protect us now. The concern that I have is more once we've found... The dragons once we've handed the dragons off you no longer have interest in us and all of these gangs that's when they're going to want to kill us we will be a target right so ideally there's some sort of protection that you can give us afterwards protecting I you from know. every gang in town is a bit of an ask i can offer uh-huh. you housing at maybe the palace or perhaps using your new found wealth after we collect the cache of dragons, a new city, perhaps, to feel safe at. I'm not sure. I can do what I can, but I can't promise you safety within Waterdeep. This is I'm not looking the biggest city f- on the Sword Coast. I'm not looking for um, a guarantee of what you're going to do, just that you understand that that's our biggest risk. I do understand, and should you collect the cache of dragons, you should immediately bring it to the palace, and we will do everything we can to protect you. I mean, these gangs sure are violent, yes, and dangerous, sure, but they are no match for the palace walls. And a vacation sounds lovely. Yes, I think, I mean, once we're in, once we are in possession of a quarter million dragons or gold, um, we will maybe be able to afford our own protection. Exactly right. I just feel like the burden if they're requesting us to do to put ourselves in danger mm-hmm. that that burden wouldn't fall on our shoulders i hear you yes but ultimately it's i do understand but it is somewhat out of my control i can't like i said i can't control every faucet of uh water deep but i have said that i will um uh better your odds and she looks over your equipment um, maybe if one you of the statues the watch statues in the square maybe you could move one of those right in front of our taverns uh, yes. Um, that would be cool. I would love to do that. Unfortunately, I'm not the one that controls that magic. They are self-controlled by the original wizard who created them. Mm. Nice try, Mog. Yeah. Good uh, uh, a good idea, indeed. I'm just throwing it. I'm just throwing it. See what sticks. Well, we should be off. Very well. Thank you again. Oh, yes. Mark. Mark, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um... Be careful with the... With these three? Yeah, yes, for sure. Yes, oh, God, do. are you kidding me? And um, the nimble ride. What, whatever you find, if you can, let me know. And try to stay out of trouble with the Xanathar and the Zentrum. <laughs> Too late, Yes, darling. it would seem that's the case. Very well. 
Cheers. Yes, bye. All right, bye-bye. Ta-ta. All right. You guys head out. Mm -hmm. Guards outside the door escort you immediately out of the palace, and you find yourselves on the stonework just in front of it. Well, do we just go now? Yes. Nothing else for what it. Else? We have nothing else to do. Mark, I'm sorry. You had to kind of get introduced to things that way. It was got, especially out in the hallway there, things got a little heated, and that's just sort of how we've set up our conversation style between just us. Everybody yells at each other. We never other. did decide, like, <clears throat> is Mark going to be joining us? or Why don't you ask Mark? I, Obsidian, yes. you don't need to talk to us to talk to Mark. You can talk to Mark. Mark's oh. right Just because there. he's short and young doesn't mean that he's mindless and stupid. Very well. Obsidian turns around, gets down on one knee. Oh, my God. oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, little guy. All right, little one. I, Pets his head. Do you feel like you would like to join us on this adventure? You understand that your father died oh uh, while, while traveling with us. And you're likely to follow in their footsteps. Terrible inheritance. I... I, I beg you to think wisely uh, uh, or choose wisely with your decision and maybe not come. Up to you, though. Well, thanks for the decision-making for me. Yeah, uh, yes, you're welcome. They and Obsidian will just stand up and start looking around for a coffee shop or something. <laughs> what do you think, Mark? Bit of adventure, danger, oh. money. Oh, I'm in. For sure, I'm in. Only because he doesn't want me to go. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Rojo taught you bravery well. I don't know about that, but... I, yeah, that's not really a thing you teach, is it? It's kind of like a... I got personality. Dish, dishes, push-ups, feed the cat. Oh, you're like the karate kid. Maybe. <laughs> that's, that's his class. <laughs> Have you ever karate painted kid? a <laughs> <laughs> So as you guys are having this conversation, you are all heading towards... The temple, yeah. Lord Silverhand yeah. mentioned. Um, House of Inspired Hands. House of Inspired Hands. You <laughs> approach it. That'd also be a good name for a brothel. <laughs> I was going to say, sounds a little diddly to me. <laughs> you approach it, and uh, it's a quite a grand place, uh, wide and tall. Uh, you can tell it's multiple floors. And outside is pictured the statue of Gond, which is um, kind of dwarvish looking, but not officially, and has like an anvil and like crafted stuff around him and that sort of thing. And as you approach it, something catches your eye on the rooftop. You look up, and now that you've seen a few, without a doubt, there's a nimble right up there, and it seems to be fiddling with something. And then just ever so slightly throws, <laughs> throws it, and it takes flight off of this rooftop, spins around, and looks like it's heading straight for the group of you. Adventurers, grab your weapons, but first, kiss your kin. <laughs>